Well, hello and welcome back to another episode of Agronomy 411. Today I wanted to talk about one of my biggest calls I'm getting right now. It's on stand establishment and corn. And that is involving a lot of areas and a lot of fields that have undergone what we thought we were out of from 2019, but now we've transitioned to 2020 and it seems like we're looking at quite a few of the same things all over again with excessive rainfall and trouble establishing corn stands. Uh, Pythium has been the number one driver behind this issue in my mind. And a common few common themes I wanted to point out in these fields, just so uh, maybe you've got a field you uh, are questioning or wondering if it is Pythium. You know, the easiest way to figure out if it is Pythium is to go out in that field, dig up a couple of corn plants uh, that look like they're struggling or maybe have gone backwards from the last time you looked at them. I look at the mesocotyl, uh, if it's brown in color, if the root tips are brown in color, if uh, something looks is soft and uh, should be firm when you squeeze it there on the seed seedling, that's an indication of a seedling blight. And from there, we just have to kind of with reasoning deduct what the potential problem would be without having to send it into a lab for official verification. But um, all I'm seeing right now currently is Pythium in these fields. Most of the fields that are, have the issues are high residue fields. So that could be corn on corn obviously comes to mind, but it also could be uh, high residue fields with uh, cover crops or soybean fields that were potentially high yielding from the year before. Um, all these work together. So high, high residue fields with compaction, and that doesn't have to be just excessive traffic. It could be um, what I'm seeing is these fields on, on the end rows where the tractor had to turn one more time. Uh, maybe the tillage equipment turned one more time or just the planter turned one more time. Um, the areas underneath that tire track are becoming infected with pythium and have struggled to emerge, giving us some variable stands and reduced stands. Obviously, uh, drainage is going to come into play here too. So areas of the field that are low-lying uh, hold hold a lot of water, take a lot of water. So if it's an uh, area that channels a lot of water throughout the field, doesn't have to be low-lying. Uh, it could be a topography of the field where just a lot of water runs through that area. We're, we're finding problems there too. Uh, and then planning date and rain events go hand in hand together with the common themes here. So if you had a planning date um, that was mid-April, even early May, when soils were still cooler or remained cool, um, and then were followed up by a significant rain event, one plus inches um, at a time within, I would say, 24 to 48 hours of that planting, uh, we're finding fields like that that are struggling to emerge with a uniform stand and, and areas of the field that are being infected with pythium. Uh, so all those together, the residue, the compaction, uh, the field drainage, planting date, rain events, all those are working together uh, to produce these areas and fields. And, and sometimes it's it's large areas, sometimes it's small areas. Uh, have have had a few people replant tear up stands that are 20, 22,000 and replant. Um, these are the common themes that we're finding with, with the Pythium infected fields. Really from a management standpoint at this point in the game, uh, they're really 
are no options um, for a grower standpoint of what what can be done other than um, hope for drier periods where the soil can dry out the oxygen can get back to the root profile and uh, let those roots uh, continue to develop normally and hopefully reduce the amount of well pressure that's on that seedling um, if you'll recall the whole month of april first part of may was on the cold side colder than normal uh, we were tracking about seven to eight uh, days in gdu terms behind uh, normal so that put stress on the corn plant that was already in the ground uh, growing at a very slow rate uh, stayed in the ground three four weeks at, at a time and in a lot of fields so you know, this, this is a stress on the plant and the stress is on the plant. When you get excessive rain events, you get no sunshine. You're, you're putting a lot of, a lot of work on that carbohydrate reserve and that seed. And once it gets above soil, it's looking for sunshine to start photosynthesis, uh, lack of sunshine, driving more stress, uh, more, more stress on the seedling. Then you pile on the excessive rains that we've had in the last uh, month, I would say, you know, these, these excessive rain events that keep coming, keep the soil saturated. Uh, that's what's driving these higher rates of, of seedling blights and, and what we would consider as pythium in these fields. So I would uh, encourage you to make sure you're looking at your stands of corn um, as, as much as you, you can throughout the week. And the thing that I note when I'm looking at these stands and looking at the plants in the field is making sure that we're making progress. The plants are continuing to grow. You're not seeing a, a, a stall out of the growth or a, um, use the term going backwards before, you know, you're not seeing a, a plant here or two there die. You know, if, you, if you're seeing that, do some more investigation and see if it's cause of the seedling, uh, potential seedling blight or not. Uh, but that's what I wanted to cover here today on a quick episode of this uh, Agronomy 411 podcast. And hopefully we can uh, get some, we've got the temperature now. We just need to, to dry out a little bit. Um, maybe a rain a week instead of a rain a day would be helpful. So we'll talk to you next time on the Agronomy 411 podcast.